Do you need a break from the news? Well, my friend, Nerdette Podcast is here for you. Our show is all about delight. We laugh about what's happening in pop culture and feature thoughtful interviews with fascinating people. We even have a monthly book club that you can participate in. I could just go on and on about it. I loved this book. It was an experience, I'll tell you that. (laughs) I discovered authors I had never heard of, and I'm really happy that I did. Come hang out with us. Listen to Nerdette wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Steven Jackson, one of the Curious City producers. Today, we're back with another episode of Life Interrupted, audio snapshots of daily life during COVID-19. The stay-at-home order has changed just about every aspect of our lives, including the way we worship. And today, we meet a woman who's experiencing a very unusual Ramadan this year. I'm Deanna Othman. This is my Ramadan Interrupted. Ramadan is a month where Muslims fast from dawn until sunset. And the month is centered around spirituality, prayer, renewing your faith and your connection with God and your connection to our holy book, the Quran. It is a month that you feel the blessings in. And you really feel those blessings centered around community a lot of the time because it is a month where we engage in communal prayer every night. One of the memorable experiences we have every Ramadan is going to the Taraweeh prayers in the evening after we break our fast. And depending on the night of the month, you may see hundreds or thousands of people. It's pitch dark outside and seeing the building and the minaret and the dome illuminated by the lights around the mosque against the sky. It's just a beautiful sight. Honestly, I was very concerned about how we would still make it feel special, how we would still maintain that sense of community and spirituality, even though we're not seeing anyone. As the month kind of moved on, I came to appreciate the way that I am experiencing it because there is more focus on your children. We can pray at home as a family. We can have our three-year-old just sitting on the floor next to us playing with his blocks. And he can also see us praying. So I do appreciate that. And I appreciate sort of paring things down to the essentials and realizing that's kind of what Ramadan is more about. My husband grew up in Gaza and Palestine. He did go through school during the Intifada and during other events in, in Gaza where they were not able to go out or go to school or go to the mosque or, or go anywhere. So he very much so appreciates the fact that we are able to do that here. And he tries to communicate that to the kids. Not, you know, kids, they don't they don't get it. (laughs) They don't realize uh, the difference in their situation and, and others. But I think it's still good for them to realize and to hear that not everyone has the same experience. It may seem like a difficult situation. It is a difficult situation. There's no denying that. But there are, I think, levels of difficulty. It's going to be a challenge to see when things can kind of 
resume the way that we're used to. And I don't know how soon that will actually happen because our prayers specifically put people in close proximity with one another, standing shoulder to shoulder. When we kneel and put our faces on the ground, it's like everyone is, you know, touching the same carpet and is very close to one another. And so I am concerned about that. But at the same time, in Islam, worship is anywhere. So you don't have to necessarily worship in a mosque. There's a verse in the Quran that says, say to my servant that I'm near. I hear the prayers of those who call on me. So basically saying that all you have to do is call on God and he will answer you in one way or another. When you really think about the fact that, you know, God is the one who's in control of all of it, and you surrender yourself to that fact, I feel it's a little bit easier to get through it and to do your part in order to stay sane and stay healthy <laughs> and take care of yourself and those around you and just realize that whatever is going to happen is going to happen and that hopefully he will take care of you. That was Deanna Othman for our series Life Interrupted. This story was produced by Isabel Carter and Joe Dassault, with help from me, Stephen Jackson. We want to hear from you, too. How has your life been interrupted, and how are you getting through it? If you have a story to tell, get in touch. Find us on Facebook and Twitter, or send us an email at lifeinterrupted at wbez.org. At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts. Before we start the show, we here at Curious City want to let you in on a little-known fact about WBEZ. 89% of all our funding comes from community support, including contributions from curious listeners like you. If this program has changed how you see Chicago, please consider supporting this program at wbez.org curious. Thank you.